you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Well, hello there and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. I'm your host, Oliver Banks, and also your guide to successfully delivering your retail transformation. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. This episode is number 111, all the ones, number 111. And in recent times, you'll know this already, we've seen a huge surge towards becoming more data focused, and in particular, more KPI focused. Now, let's be honest, done right, KPIs or key performance indicators can help to focus your entire team and your entire company to drive your business forward and deliver great results for your customers and your stakeholders and shareholders as well. But on the flip side, there are many pitfalls And it's actually quite easy to make mistakes when it comes to KPIs, particularly when it's busy or complicated and there's a lot going on. So let's dive into that and make sure that you have got the right KPIs set up for your business, because that could be a transformation in itself. And it could also help to drive your transformation too. So actually, as you do embark or even continue on your transformation journey, you must think about the KPIs in your business and actually identify whether they are helping drive you forward or whether they're actually holding you back, shrouding you in confusion and mistruth potentially even as well, and perhaps even hiding the opportunities that you need to see to drive you forward as well they also have the potential to confuse and even disorientate yourself, your team and your company. They can scatter people in different directions and cause real misalignment between your different teams or even different individuals, as I say. They can waste a ton of time and money and even headspace as well. They can drive poor behaviours that are just there to game the system. And they can very easily become irrelevant as well. Maybe they were put in at one point in time to help resolve an issue or a problem that was the most important thing at that moment. But then time has passed, that problem has passed, but actually the KPI has stayed and it's still rigorously checked and monitored and discussed week after week, month after month. Managed badly, KPIs can result in doing too many witch hunts looking for that person to blame or that one particular reason that is at fault for the downfall of the company. It can result in just chasing numbers rather than actually what you're trying to achieve. And probably the biggest challenge with KPIs is if they're discussed and talked about and monitored and measured continuously, but nothing ever changes. And I suppose for me, KPIs are all about changing the future for the positive rather than reflecting on the past. And we'll be touching on that point as we go through today's session. But given these pitfalls, I think we have to ask ourselves some very important questions going forward. 
Do we have too many KPIs to keep track of? Have we become a bit KPI frivolous in our passionate search and quest to find more data? Do we actually understand our KPIs? What do they mean? How do they contribute to the success of the company? And importantly, what should we do as a result of them? Ask yourself, if we were to drop any given one of your KPIs, what would happen? What would really happen? What would be the difference? And on the flip side, if we were to be able to create a brand new KPI about anything you wanted, whether or not it is possible, what would that KPI be? And I suppose all of these questions guide us to ask ourselves, do we have the right KPIs in place today? for the business that we have today and the business that we hope to have tomorrow as well. So let's dive in a little deeper. And in fact, let's look at that acronym KPI and explode it out into its constituent parts. K is for key. And too often, I think anything that gets measured or can get measured becomes a KPI, when in actual fact, it might not be key. Key suggests there is a level of importance, and we'll come back to that in just a moment. P, of course, is for performance, and that suggests it's looking at how the business is working up to now, the performance in the past, or in other words, something that has happened that cannot be changed. And then finally, I is for indicator, which when you think about it as a word, tells you all you need to know. It indicates something. It is not exactly the answer. It's a proxy for what you really want, not the actual thing that you do want. A great example here is actually your car speed. And we'll dive into this car analogy a few times in this episode, actually. But if you look at your car speed or your tachometer, it helps you understand how fast you're going. But that's not actually what you want. What you want is to be able to get to your destination quickly and safely. And the speed, along with the various limits on the road that you're traveling on, is a good way to indicate the best way of getting there both quickly and safely. But the speed is not really what you want when you go for a drive. So breaking it down like this helps us to identify some more guidelines to make sure that we have the right KPIs in place. So let's go a little deeper. Sticking with that point about a KPI being an indicator, firstly, we need to think about what we're trying to achieve. What's our strategy? What is the direction that we are wanting to go to? What is the destination that we're wanting to reach? Thinking of our car analogy, what's the point at going at the right speed if you're going in the wrong direction? You're not going to get to where you want to go, right? So are your KPIs matching your strategy and your corporate direction? Also, are they unique? Are they relevant to you and your business and your situation and your challenges and your customers? Or is it just what other businesses are measuring and using as their KPIs? Are you just copying because that's what the company next to you do? So that's what you should do too. Because I don't want you to choose just what other businesses have because other businesses are different to yours. Their customers are different to the customers that you're trying to reach. Their challenges and opportunities are different to yours as well. So don't feel like you need to have the standard set of KPIs. 
make sure that they do hit your strategy and also your purpose as well, which, of course, you know we're a big fan of here on the Retail Transformation Show. Also, as we're thinking about the performance that our KPI is indicating, think about leading and lagging measures as well. Now, if you're not familiar with this terminology, lagging is a measure of the performance that has been achieved already. It's locked and loaded, whereas leading is about predicting the performance that is going to happen. It's a set of inputs, whereas lagging is more about the outputs. So if you are measuring sales, that is a lagging measure. That money is already in the till. If you beat your sales target or budget, great, well done. If you missed it, tough luck. That's already happened. It's already gone by. There's nothing you can do to rectify that particular situation. Or another example is actually safety. If you know that there has not been an accident in the last 100 days, it doesn't mean that there is not going to be an accident today. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be an accident for another 100 days. You just don't know. So leading measures are actually more useful because they allow you to change the inputs or the process before it gets to that output point where it is locked and loaded. You know, sticking with that example of safety, you want to be able to take action before an accident, right? To prevent an accident. Now, many, many companies, both in retail and beyond, have a large tendency to go for the lagging measures. They tell us what has happened, not what is going to happen. Now, you may have a few leading measures in there, but you want to be thinking about the other leading measures that exist within your business. And it's likely, as I was saying just a few minutes ago, these are going to be unique to you and to your operation. But they're going to be so useful to help identify those metrics that do allow you to take action, that do allow you to adjust the future before it gets there. Another consideration is the ability to track over time monitor the performance of your leading or lagging measures over time because you are not looking at things at just a point in time. It's a continuous story. That's how time works, right? And without the context that surrounds that one moment in time where the measure is from, you just don't know what's happening. Any given KPI could be telling you a good story or a bad story. If you're just looking at a point in time, you could be about to spiral out of control and you just don't know it. Or perhaps you're in a bad place, but you're trending back in control, back to target. But that one moment in time says it's not good. So you could be missing out key parts of the story that your KPIs are trying to tell you. Another element that you must think about when it comes to the key element of key performance indicator is that they must be limited. They must be high priority items, not everything but the most important things that really matter to you, your business, your customers, and your shareholders and stakeholders. Let's get back in that car again. Imagine you've got a hundred different dials and gauges right there staring back at you and every single one needs to be carefully managed and monitored and controlled or failure beckons. That's not going to be a comfortable drive when you're trying to monitor all these things, right? But a car dashboard has already decided for you what's going to be the most important elements to show the driver so that they can take action and get there both quickly and safely, right? But it's also worth considering that what is important to one person 
is not necessarily important to someone else. A retail business is different to a car. There are lots of people that are driving the car and everyone has to work together. So everyone needs a slightly different dashboard rather than all looking at the same measures, the same dials and gauges. You want to be looking at something that is relevant. So think about who is looking at any given KPI and why are they looking at it? And then you want to limit and prioritize it for each individual person or group. Also, as you're thinking about those sort of priorities, you want to make sure that they're well-rounded. You don't want lots of different measures all looking at one tiny bit of the business, right? Although it could be really good to look at that bit of the business, there are probably other elements that you could be missing out on. The Tesco steering wheel was a great example of this, where it divided the measures into five core categories. Customer, operations, people, finance, and community. And each of these sections then had metrics or KPIs underneath it with a view that if you completed that entire steering wheel, kind of sticking with the car analogy as well here, I've just realized, (laughs) then uh, you can drive the big Tesco car or lorry probably safely to the destination. Next, we've been talking about this across the whole episode. They must be actionable. Your KPIs are about changing the future, not looking back at the past. Now, you may want to look back at the past, as we've said, to identify the trends and patterns. And of course, you may want to celebrate success that happened in the past. But really, that's with a view of congratulating and reinforcing the positive behaviors so that you can repeat that success again in the future. For each metric or KPI, If it is not showing you a good story, you need to know what to do about it. But equally, if it is showing you a good story, you need to know what you're going to do about it. Because it is about taking action, adjusting the future. I'm going to ram this home (laughs) until you're tired of me saying it. Let's jump back in that driver's seat once again. Look at the design of the driver's seat. You've got the controls there, the steering wheel, the pedals the gears, etc, etc. And you have the dashboard of the KPIs for when you are driving. It's very obvious, but it's also been positioned very cleverly. The driver has the controls and they have the measures there. That dashboard is not there for the passengers to see. It's not there to refer to at a later stage tucked away in the engine or the boot or the trunk or wherever. It's right there next to the controls so the driver can see the speed and adjust accordingly. They can see the petrol gauge or the other gauges and take action. So I have to ask you, are your KPIs positioned so the people that will take action can see them and read them clearly, conveniently, quickly? Or are they tucked away in some management report far, far away from any action that needs to be taken? Also, as you are thinking about actions, think about the behaviours. Do you understand the behaviors that your KPIs will drive? And it's very closely linked to the culture of your company as well here. For example, if your culture is about compliance, then will the KPIs encourage people to comply? If your culture is about achieving the numbers, then is that going to encourage people to game the system? Ultimately, the question you need to ask yourself is, does this KPI encourage the behaviors that I want to encourage. 
Or does the KPI encourage behaviours that are not really on brand or where we want to go? KPIs should also help to encourage collaboration across the company as well. But how do they do this? Well, firstly, they must be easy to understand. People must know what they are looking at when they are looking at any given KPI or performance metric. Silos can get in the way. How many times have we heard examples where perhaps store teams are not encouraged or motivated to drive more perhaps click and collect or online trade because the measures aren't there and the KPIs aren't encouraging that as well. So actually the old KPIs get in the way of moving to an omni-channel future, for example, because it creates these restrictions, these silos, as I say. And it might even create infighting as well, where different channels or different teams have conflicting KPIs. So you must think about how your KPIs can encourage collaboration rather than get in the way of collaboration. Let's also think about where we're going and where the business world is going as well into the future. Do the metrics we have today, the KPIs that we have today, do they help set us up for where we want to go? We talked about strategy earlier. Are they aligned to any new propositions or services or values that the brand wants to become known for? As we start to think about technology, can solutions like AI help us to monitor more metrics or performance indicators? And can it help us also with advanced analytics of historical and forecast data and help point us in the right direction in terms of that action or that activity to change the future? And in fact, as you start to think about automation, can the overall system self-adjust and self-correct to take the remedial action itself. Think of a self-driving car, right? It's monitoring lots of different KPIs to stay safe and get there quickly. And I've got three final questions, which I'm going to get to in just a moment. Now, we've touched on lots of different elements that can help you to find the right KPIs for your business. If you'd like a bit of a refresher of some of those points that we've made today, then head over to the show notes page at obandco.uk slash 111. obandco.uk slash 111. Whilst you are over at that show notes page, do sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing, which gets you the top retail transformation headlines, innovations, ideas, and insights from around the whole world that are going to help keep you informed and help keep your transformation on point and on track. So do sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing on the show notes, as I say, obandco.uk slash 111. And that's absolutely free as well. So I've got a few final thoughts for you, as I say. Firstly, what matters most to your customers, to your colleagues, to your stakeholders, to your shareholders, and to yourself? Because you should have that as your KPI. What matters most? Also think about what you would measure or track or have as your KPI. If anything was possible, even if you can't measure it, what would you want to know? And then what action would that help you take to drive a positive change for the future? What would you do as a result of knowing here's what's going on with that 
KPI that matters most. And for me, one last time, that final point is really the most important point when it comes to finding the right KPIs for you and for your business. KPIs really are about changing the future for the better. They're not about living in the past. And if you can make sure that all of your KPIs are driving change and actions, and they don't need to be big changes, they can be micro adjustments, right? That happen in day, in shift, but there might be big changes as well. But if you can get that in place, then that will be completely transformative for your business. You will be the driver sitting in the driver's seat, being able to see that dashboard, knowing that there are not a million gauges right there knowing that they are clear, knowing that you can take control and adjust the car as you are driving it, and knowing that those KPIs are going to help you to get to the destination that you want, both quickly and safely. So I do wish you luck as you set about making sure that you have the right KPIs in place to drive your business forward successfully. And if you'd like a hand reviewing or assessing or perhaps recreating the KPIs that are important for your business, then do reach out. It would be great to chat. Oliver.banks at obandco.uk is my email address. And you can reach me there or find me on social media as well. I'll put all of the links on the show notes page, which today is obandco.uk slash 111. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you found the session useful. And I hope you can take action from it as well, right? Do let me know what you think and what you're going to do differently as well. And remember to subscribe as well so you can catch more episodes of the Retail Transformation Show, which come out every single week. Stay well, and I look forward to joining you on another episode very soon. Bye for now. (laughs) 